Beloved beings of earth, things, timelines, minds, hearts, intentions, and humanity itself is shifting and expanding. You may have noticed that you feel more connected to streams of love, strength, bravery, freedom, confidence, innovation, collaboration, peace, joy, bliss, inspiration, and perhaps the stream of grace and the stream that connects us to the source of all that is. Beyond time, beyond space, beyond any of our limitations, there is the source that knows you and I intimately and reveals purpose to us in perfect and divine timing. So let me reflect to you now. You are right on time. I too have shifted into another form myself, perhaps more of my dragon coming through, and also my multidimensional human grounded into the core of Gaia Pachamama. And from this place, from this home frequency, I am connected to all that is inherently divine and can share Queen Prophecies podcast. Are you coming along for the ride? As the silver river of grace, I intend for the floods of cosmic remembrance to rain down into your throat chakra to align you with your truth codes, your true soul timing, and an authenticity to bless the golden ages of this planet, planet Earth, through the transmissions, shares, and frequencies of this new season, may the frequency of divine truth assist in the upgrades and activations of all at this precise moment on Earth. Sit back and enjoy the frequencies. Hello, you beautiful, beautiful and wondrous beings. Welcome to Queen Prophecies, the season of truth, the season where the dragon is stirring. She, he, they, us, we're just like, we're becoming more and more visible. We're becoming more and more audible. You're gonna feel us. You're gonna perceive us. You're gonna, you're gonna just know that we're here. And so I have a guest here today. He's back from season one. If you um, were tuning in back then, he was transmitting from Mount Shasta, giving just a little bit of the backstory. He was trying to get himself to Thailand, but he was all the way in California and we had a beautiful conversation. So I will definitely link that in the description for you guys to feel into. But guess what? He's in Thailand <laughs> and he's back. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And it's I am season in Thailand. three. So introduce yourself. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Sean. Um, yeah, so my name is Sean. I do Kung Fu. 
but now I do Kung Fu. Now I teach Kung Fu. I teach Kung Fu. I teach Qigong. Uh, spiritual healer, life coach. And I DJ and produce music. And yeah, that's, I do. I know I do a lot, a lot more stuff, but yeah, it, it's sometimes I lose, <laughs> I lose track. I'm, I do so much stuff. I just want to create, create, create. I lose touch. I, I lose track on what I do, but yeah, these are, these are the main things. Yes. And you're <laughs> transmitting from? Bangkok. I'm from, uh, now I'm in Bangkok. Bangkok, my, this uh, Bangkok, yeah, it's, Bangkok is literally like the New York of Asia. <laughs> There's so much things going on, and especially me being this empath and like picking up on everything. It's like every time it's like I wake up, I go to the park, I go to the park, I try to be in nature all the time. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I can only imagine. I've been in Tokyo, so I can imagine, mm. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's so many moving parts. Uh, I remember I took the ferry to go to one of the islands and I had to take a, a cab from my hostel to the, the ferry point. And um, at 4 a.m., like Bangkok was still alive, full of people. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, what is going on in this city? <laughs> yeah, like, so basically like New York, a city that doesn't yeah, sleep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Frequencies of big Asian cities. But mm. you are a dragon. You're a kung fu dragon oh, yeah. in that time space right now. Yeah. How did you get to Thailand? Share with the peoples. <laughs> so to continue on the journey, this ever long lasting journey, after Mount Shasta, I ended up going to Sedona uh, where I continued. Um, so basically the reason why I was in Sedona and Mount Shasta is just like going through my shadow work. And one of my biggest fear was being homeless. And so I just experienced it and it started in Mount Shasta where I camped in the forest for about a month. And then I went to Sedona with one of my brothers that I met over in Mount Shasta and another brother there also. Uh, we traveled there and I ended up camping in the, in the desert for about five months. And long story short, <laughs> long story short, I was there for five months. I didn't know I was gonna, how I was going to make my way to Thailand, but my intuition, my intuition kept telling me, just keep, just, just trust, just trust, just trust. So while I was there, one day on my campsite, um, I had this uh, lady, she was my neighbor, and we ended up talking about life and like our ambitions and everything. And she knew I wanted to get to Thailand to train Kung Fu. And she told me, wouldn't they give you a scholarship? Like, if you want to go to Thailand and trade Kung Fu, I was like, no, they've never done that ever. So yeah, so from there, I just tried to make my way there. But then literally a week later, I get an email from uh, the Kung Fu retreat saying they're going to give a scholarship for the first, this is the first time they've, they've ever done that. And yeah, I ended up get, uh, getting the scholarship and that's how I got to Thailand. I got to Thailand. So I, I was in Sedona from October to February, 
And then I went to, Th to Thailand on February 17th. So I've been in Thailand for over a year now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's so many pieces there. First one that stands out to me, and this is just from my perspective of actually really tapping into a lot of fears in my own personal um, body and in my life lately. You said fear of being homeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a root chakra thing to be like, I need a fucking house. I need my stuff. I need a cup of tea. I need like, I need some comforts. I need like the safety, the dragon's yeah. nest, you know, like I need that. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Especially as right. a woman, I'm like that tent life or um, like bare bones. Mm -hmm type of living it's difficult can it's, only take my hat off to you like oh, well done yeah it's <laughs> thank you thank you it's like i've done it where it's like i won't do it again <laughs> i won't do it again i've learned I, i've learned what i've needed to learn and it's an experience what it made me what it made me learn honestly is just that the world is so backwards like it's like once you're in that position and you know how and you know how to navigate and you speak to people that have been into that situation it's like the lady i was i was talking to you about um her name is patricia and uh yeah she she's like older um like probably in her 60s and she would just like tell me like oh let's go we're gonna go to the mission get some get some free food and everything we ended up going to the mission and since we're in sedona sedona is very new age and everything the mission had organic food so i would come out with bags of organic foods and then i was like i tell her i would tell her i was like this world is backwards <laughs> it's like people people are like people are like stressed about food and everything and everything but it's like i just got three bags of food full of organic food is like what is this <laughs> holy shit man yeah <laughs> yeah again i take my hat off to you i see and i feel that thread in the collective because the world is backwards mm. and we can see and perceive pain in a way that a lot of people will go their whole life and never tap into. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we often put ourselves in situations, either as empaths or shaman type of realms or um, initiates or teachers, like we put ourselves in situations to experience something extreme. So then we can actually be better humans exactly. truly like at a soul and heart level like not claim empathy like be empathy not claim compassion and understanding like we actually get there we actually are that frequency yeah totally agree totally agree it's like the what i've learned from just being homeless and just like now it's like 
I tell myself, you can put me in any situation now, I know I'll be fine. Cause I, I've went through, I've went through the, I've went through my worst fears. So it's like, whenever, of course, in the moment, whenever something happens, it's like, I'll get that anxiety, that stress, but I've been through it so much that I know it's just, it's just the, the, the emotions and the, and then it's just the um, intuition telling you that you're, you're moving on to your next phase. But other than that, it's like, at this point, I said, I, I, I tell everyone, I know I, in any situation, I'm, I'll be okay. And uh, yeah, just being in that space, people notice now they're like, your energy is so like, even kill is so like calm. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy of the growth of just experiencing that and just like going through that. And, and from there, it's just like up, it's just going up <laughs> from now on, like, yeah. I, I appreciate that you said, I did it and I ain't going back to that again. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> because that's another thing that I remind myself, like, if I truly have faced a fear, if I truly have conquered something in my life and I start to see patterns or signs that I'm getting close to that type of situation again, you know, in a different form with different faces, with different people, you know, slightly tweaked, I take notice and I stop myself. And also my guides will put up all of these red flags or just signs, you know, synchronicities, mm -hmm. signs, pangs in my body will just start going off like to warn me. No, 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 you're you're dragging. <laughs> no, 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 we're not going back. Like we're spiraling up. We're spiraling mm -hmm. up. You may feel like you're coming back to the same time, but you never are because the spiral isn't flat. It's like a it's a oh, vortex. Wow. It's 3D spiral, oh. you know? 5 like 12D, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I like that uh, analogy. I feel I feel it's perfect. <laughs> I feel I feel it's what I'm going through right now. So it, it puts things in perspective also. So yeah, so totally agree. Beautiful. Well, I myself am about to change homes, both here in Ireland where I am, like I'm gonna leave this home that I've been in for a month. And um, it started culminating like this energy with the full moon yesterday and today, this morning, like, dragons outgrow spaces a lot and that feeling of like i outgrew this space i outgrew this house i outgrew this person i outgrew this situation like if we resist that chaos oh yeah starts to show up if we surrender into oh i'm getting bigger this is actually a good thing. It's not that it's not that scary. Like I'm going back into patterns. It's like I'm getting bigger. Something, some massive blessing, some gift is about to smack me in the face, land in my lap, you know, show up like you getting a fucking scholarship to go to Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. type of the woman said it right. She said, what if you just get a scholarship? <laughs> That's the reality. And that's also something that dragons manifest in a way that 
is brilliant, but it requires so much faith. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate yes. total faith in the self. Total trust, total trust, total surrender. It's like you don't know how it's going to come. I tell myself, it's like, just, just do what you're supposed to do every day. So everything that aligns with where you want to go, just do that. Even if it's small steps, like it could be like, for example, I teach Qigong and uh, Kung Fu. Now it's just like, you know what? Just go to the park practice by yourself. It, don't, it doesn't even need to be about teaching. It's just embodying that higher self, that person that you see yourself as. Um, music, I tell myself, just make music. It can be, it could be just open, open the program, like just for one minute, two minutes. It doesn't matter. Just open it, embody it. So it's like the universe knows it's like, this is this is what you're supposed to do and this is where you're going so yeah so it's, I, I sometimes it's nerve-wracking a lot of the times it's nerve-wracking but hey i've been i've been doing good so far so <laughs> you've been in thailand for a year yeah <laughs> yeah you're obviously doing something right <laughs> yeah <laughs> hmm. so sorry all this incense i've been burning <laughs> <laughs> it's all good <laughs> straight to the throat <laughs> no worries <laughs> it's funny speaking of dragons uh and you speaking about throat I, so i stopped i stopped smoking for the past three days smoking weed and smoking weed for me it always comes in waves and for me, it's like when I start smoking weed, that's when I'm able, when I'm able to do one day without smoking weed, that's when, okay, now I'm motivated. Okay, make it two days, make it three days, make it four days. So now I'm on my fourth day. And the, the reason I would always smoke, it was because hmm. I felt the fire in me was a bit too much. So it's like, I need to calm it down. So, <laughs> so that I know is my dragon just like that wants to just like go crazy <laughs> so yeah so now it's like I'm able to like be more and more into that energy and it's also about the breath also for me because the breath coincides with doing qigong doing kung fu so it's like the more the more I, I like if I stop smoking my breath is better and also I found an alternative also because it's like sometimes my mind will be racing all the time, all the time. So it's not, it's not the fact of taking cannabis, it's the action of smoking because that, that's what creates mucus. Mucus in my body blocks the pathways, blocks the energy. So yeah. So now, now the alternative is like, if, if I'm, if I want to put myself in a mood where I just want to like really settle down, relax and everything, I said, now, you know what? I'm just going to eat edibles. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like the inner child too. Yeah. Like you used to eat like gummy, gummy bears and like, those, exactly. you know, sim similar effects, I guess. I haven't had a I haven't had a relationship with that plant 
pretty much my whole life, um, maybe smoked. Maybe I can count on one hand the amount of times mm. I've smoked marijuana. But what I intuitively was tuning into was that you said that when you have all that fire, that you go to that to like calm down the fire. Yeah. Marijuana is a feminine master. She is like a woman. Mm, okay. So <laughs> and this is just how I perceive it, how I'm feeling it right now as it's flowing is like, you bring in the feminine to calm down the masculine fire. Mm, that resonates. But, so you're <laughs> resonates. doing this alchemy, right? We're always mm. doing this dance within ourselves of like, my masculine, my feminine, my masculine, my feminine, you know? And just to show you how funny this is, like when I go to my tobacco, tobacco is a masculine energy and I smoke the tobacco. Oh. And, and it's the energy of fire and it's the energy of the grandfather. And it brings me into my masculine, but into like, um, like a a master like a an old man like an old shaman man. <laughs> it's not a feminine energy for me it's like boom like my grandfather's fucking right here on my right hand <laughs> side he's right here when i smoke and i get into my masculine so i balance out maybe if i've been too emotional maybe if i've been like also flying in my dragon energy mm. high 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 the the tobacco does like more of it can do a little bit of everything but it, it does ground you like it lands me it lands mm -hmm. the dragon like a plane like like yep. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on the ground again so interesting it, it, it totally resonates it because yeah because if even for me part part of my part of my difficulty is just like stopping to and stopping and resting but like these past few past few days, universe been like it's like no, you rest. You're not you're not doing anything. You rest. So I've been like just watching documentaries, just like really resting. Like probably like I've never rested before. Like on the islands when I was on the island in the south of Thailand, I would just go to the beach. It was like that would it would my day would just consist of that and. I'm very grateful for, the, for that for that period because it even showed me that I was um, kind of like addicted to my routine in a way that if if I didn't di do my routine I would I would go crazy. <laughs> so that got me out of just like that, and now it's like I still have my routine, but it's I don't follow it to a T. It's just to, I have it next to me to know okay. If I do want to get out of the resting phase, what can I do today to just, okay, I'm productive. So it's not about, I need to finish everything I need to do for today. It's just more so, okay, I can do that today. I can do that tomorrow. I can, yeah, so. <laughs> so you're, you're tuning into the feminine in you. Oh yeah. Because the feminine oh. knows how to rest and how to nest yeah. and how to like, lay in the bed like a queen <laughs> like <laughs> myself but um yeah i'm gonna so after after this no joke 
one of my favorite activities is just to sit down and observe people and watch time fly. So that's why the slogan of my brand is watch what happens. And literally what I'm going to do, I found uh, on the main road, I found a, a cannabis shop with like lounging chairs that's outside. So literally, and there's a bunch of tourists just walking. So I, literally, I'm just going to sit there, eat an edible, sit down and just watch people. <laughs> Rest, watch people. You know what I feel about that? Because I do something similar in cafes when I go to work <laughs> in a cafe. I watch people and people come up to me to interact with me because I have an energy apparently that mm. says like I'll I'll drop some seeds of you know wisdom for mm. the day. <laughs> you know? And I get that I have that. Like I like that. Um you know I don't I don't do it for everybody, but for the right people, they catch you in the right moment. I could even have headphones on. And I'll use an example because this older man came and sat next to me and he had to like move my stuff a little bit to sit down on the bench. So he said like, oh, I'm going to sit here. Is it okay? And he, he started mo um, moving the chair and I started moving my backpack. And I took my headphones off because I noticed what book he had. And uh, it was just kind of random, but it was, it was this book um, about Mel Brooks and he's like, uh, he's a director and an actor who used to make these really crazy films. And one of my favorite films as a kid was one of his films called Spaceballs. So it was Space about, Balls. it was a parody about everything that had to do with space, like making fun of Star Trek and Star Wars, <laughs> and like all of these things, but it was ridiculously funny. And I was way too young to watch that movie because there was like loads <laughs> of inappropriate stuff in it. It just makes you laugh. And even as a kid, I, I got it. Like, I was like, yep, this is this. This all makes sense to me. <laughs> Face stuff because of like the the just being ridiculous. I loved that. Um, I love that film. And I watch it with my mom every couple of years. And she just she loses it. Like she just becomes so happy and joyous to laugh at the things in that film. And just something like that, just seeing his book, got us talking for an hour. You know, that happens to me all the time in the road, like in the airports, in the cafes, crossing, you know, just kind of like crossroads, right? Like liminal spaces mm -hmm. where people exchange little things, you know? And I feel like you can definitely re relate from a traveler's perspective, but also you exchange energy with these people when you're watching them, like you're also giving them energy because they're passing you by. They're entering. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's to the point I had to learn to be mindful of who I give this energy to also, because my God, it's like, I'll be walking around and it's like some, some people are just trying to grab onto me and just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm very, I'm very like a friendly person. So it's like, I don't mind talking to people and everything, but yeah, but recently, recently, especially being in Bangkok, it's like so many people are trying to talk to you, like trying to sell you something, trying to make you go somewhere to now it's like, okay, this is my energy. 
I'm going to choose if I want to speak to you. <laughs> so cities are a great place to practice boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> boundaries, right? Yeah. You're talking about sometimes millions of people in all of these concrete, you know, kind of boxy like skyscrapers and buildings and things and yeah i mean i don't see you there full time <laughs> like i don't see oh no oh no <laughs> no i am i am an island boy through and through just like not 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 ugly like those uh two dudes <laughs> with the songs but i am an island boy through and through i need to be on an island literally <laughs> is that where your kung fu training was it was in the mountains and um, more it was north uh pai so pai thailand up north it's not an island but it's it's very small it's very community and it's it's very also new age like there's a lot of like breath work workshops yoga workshops there's a lot of people that'll sell uh crystals so it's so it's very different from for example if you go to Bangkok, if you go to like Bangkok is, is, is nonstop. Chiang Mai is kind of the same way. The islands is commercialized as fuck. <laughs> like it's so much. Like if you go to the main islands like Koh Panyang, Koh Samui, uh, Koh Phi Phi, like these islands um, are very commercialized. A lot of 20 year old go there to get drunk get fucked up so it's like it's not my crowd so the island i went to was called ko chang and it was the island i had manifested in my vision mm-hmm. and that island i went there and it's getting commercialized but it's not as bad as those islands so being there is is kind of i was it's like it was half half it's like it's a bit the vibe of like you could see it's going like in probably one or two years, it'll be the same thing as Koh Panyang, Koh Samui, and all these other islands. But while I was in Koh Chang, I met this guy, and he made me go to another island where that that island, this is no barely any tourists. There's no so just to give you an idea, if you come to Thailand, the first store you're going to see, 7-Eleven. There's 7-Elevens everywhere in thailand everywhere sometimes there's you'll be on one street there's one one seven eleven on the right one one seven eleven on the left is is that is like there's so many seven elevens on that island there is no seven eleven i was like wow so it's it's very <laughs> local it's very local like so and I'm not saying the name of this island because I don't want it to be commercialized. <laughs> this is my treasure. You'll tell me later. You'll tell me later. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is my treasure. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm laughing at the 7-Eleven too because there's something there. I don't even know what, but it's like, because you were saying, you repeated it, like the number. There's yeah. a code in there for somebody who needs to hear 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven. <laughs> And then after that, I thought heaven, 7-Eleven, heaven. Yeah. So whoever needed to hear that, there you go. It does feel like heaven sometimes when you go there. <laughs> and you need food. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, this season of 
Queen Prophecies is very, very different. Mm -hmm. I'm letting go okay. of the need to be in control of anything. You know, I can be in control of myself. I can be in control of my thoughts and I can be intentional about my words. But what I'm trying to do with the season of truth is showcase people who are living their truth, who are mm. vibrating truth, who are authentic and they're living the journey they're they're never claiming to be perfect they're not playing they're not claiming to be the guru or you know like yes we're dragons that's true <laughs> mm -hmm. that's why we that's why even this this episode has dragon in the title but you know i think in the letting go in the surrender we give ourselves the space to just see what happens, you know, kind of like your slogan, watch what happens. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're here. We're just sharing. We're just opening. And me even having a little cough attack from all the incense that I burned, <laughs> that never happens to me. And I feel there's a throat uh, like that. There's blocks in Asia. There's blocks in people that are. Oh, yeah not oh, yeah. speaking their truth not able to show up as themselves not able to get out of you know the boxes that we've put ourselves in in every sense the boxes that are the houses and the buildings of cities the boxes of limitation of like what you can do or should do in this life and yeah you know you notice it's kind of a, a culture thing also because I feel like Asian people are raised a certain way. So it's like the people that are waking up in Asia are probably not, not used to be in their truth like that, especially because I feel like, I mean, in, in, for example, in Thailand, there's a monarchy. So there's still a king, there's still a queen, there's still a prince. So people are still in that vibe and they'll have no joke because when I went to the border to Cambodia, um, they, have to, they have to stop when, once they have a song that's playing because that's a song for the king. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's so people that would be that are awake at this time are probably scared to speak their truth. And when I was walking to another park, was it, I think it was about like four days ago, I was walking towards the park and they had like a big, um, not mural, but like signs. And I think that was from people that were waking up and they were like, it was said on the sign, this, you're the first person I've told that because I saw it, but I was like, okay. But I saw it said, what do you say it says? This, the silence of Thailand people is what is going to be the death of us. And that, that, that hit me so much because I was like, wow. So it's like there, there are some people that are here that are awake, but they don't know how to really put out, like, put out their truth and everything. So it's like, I feel that's why I'm here in a way because me, <laughs> me, it's like whether, whether you like it or not, I am me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So, and just being around those, I've been around a, a, a lot of local people, 
lately and it's just like i feel part of my role is just doing that and like when we speak about stuff that's going on in the world i'll tell them and be like i don't trust this i don't trust this organization i don't trust this and i do me and then once i think i i can see that when i say that they're like huh Okay, <laughs> I'm not the only one that thinks like that. <laughs> resonance, yeah. resonance, resonance. We innately show up places where other people need the permission mm -hmm. to step into their power. Countries like Asia. I've only been to Japan. I have memories of other places from other lives. Um, that what you said about the sign about the silence. Yeah, <laughs> it, it shocked me. Like really, it shocked me because uh, it, there was a sign, but also that I, I didn't because I was walking. Not not. It's like I'm paying attention, but half paying attention. And they had a news report about someone doing a hunger strike. I think it was a, a, a lady, something, and it was about that. And it was just like, wow, it's very different everywhere. It's like compared to, for example, I give you, when I was in Sedona, everyone, everyone is speaking about new age stuff. It's like the, conversa the conversations that I was getting there. I was like, my God, it's like downloads after downloads. <laughs> and, uh, one of my good friend, one of my good friend now, it's like we met in Manchester. We traveled together in Sedona. His, his name is Isaac. And I thought, I thought I would always trigger people because I would have to get out the shadow of other people. This guy, it's like, even him, it's like, so when we would speak, it was just conversations of next dimensional stuff it's it was insane so it's like <laughs> yeah so compare that to asia where it's like people are waking up but they're afraid so yeah and even me in a sense because your reality reflects where you are right and I, in that situation i understood that in a sense also I was afraid to speak up also because now it's like I'm stepping more and more into my purpose of being a teacher, of being um, this person that is like really putting the information out and like really helping the collective to really like wake up, wake up, wake up. And um, recently I've learned because I've been doing all this, this shadow work and it's Although it's like, you know, that it's, it's, it's never ending. I would ask myself, it's like, why am I afraid to speak up? It's like, I feel, <clears throat> I feel like I'm, I'm ready to speak up and everything. But then it's like, you get to know the deeper layers. And recent, um, recently I took, uh, I just took a course where it's like, I knew that it's like at the beginning of this journey, it was okay. I'm not a victim. This is happening for me. Then after that, it was, okay, the subconscious, uh, the limitless belief. And then I was like, and then it was like, after the, when you go deeper, it's the energy blocks in the chakra. Uh, 
and then I was like, okay, I know I have blockage in my root, in my in in uh, in my solar plexus, in my throat. I worked on it, and then recently I learned about karmic imprints, and I was like, ha, huh, okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> I was like, now it makes sense. We just went through some exercise on karmic imprints and everything, and. So the big thing, so the big thing with my story, why I have this trauma in my life is when I witnessed my, uh, my dad assaulting my mom uh, when I was like eight years old at the, at the dinner table. So from that, it was so much deep stuff that was buried. And when I did this exercise on karmic imprints, it was about giving ourselves compassion, like embodying our higher self and giving ourselves compassion so i would say stuff like i'm so sorry you didn't feel safe and just going through phrases like that and then when i said that it's like it took me back to a moment of after the aftermath of that uh, that happening my my dad hitting my mom hitting my mom we went to my grandmother's house and i remember someone ringing the bell and I was so scared because I thought it was my dad that came, came back to came, like just go crazy. And I and that moment when when I said that phrase of like, I'm so sorry, I didn't feel safe. It took me back to that specific moment. I was like, wow, I didn't know this affected me. This this affected me this much. So it's just it's it's fascinating. It's it's um, it's informational, like. It's like I want to. I want. I want to go even deeper because if 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 there's really more to it, then it's like, all right, well, let's go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, what our body holds that. <sighs> yeah, the trauma that's in our bodies now more than ever is finding its way out of our body. Mm -hmm. right it's asking us are you ready to let me go yeah like, you're gonna need to fly even higher you sure you want to carry this you sure yeah. you want this <laughs> this bag and this suitcase and this you know like no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's hard work it's definitely like re rewarding in all the right ways but I feel, I'll speak for myself as a woman, like my strongest karmic imprints are heartbreak from partners and things that are just of a very high emotional nature. So it could even be like, if there was something from my childhood that was, there was like a strong anger, uh, tone in, in an event that happened or a strong, um disappointment <laughs> like or you know like these different emotions but it's so charged that emotionally oh when i when i'm trying and when i am going to those places or those memories to let them go to release them and mind you i have a gift and i have offered myself to do this also for my lineage so I've been assisting people in my family to release back, back, back generations. You know, this is where uh, you talk about generational trauma and 
me releasing stuff out of my body that's my grandmother's or my father's or my mother's or somebody's, you know, consciously doing this now, you know, perhaps I was always doing it, but I didn't know I was doing it. Now I'm doing it consciously and I'm not doing it full time because I got, I have a lot of stuff that's just my own that I need to focus on. And it could, it could be a full path to just do that. But what I have seen is that when you do that work with love consciously, it affects you anyways. If I'm doing something for my mom, I get blessed. I -hmm. get lighter. I drop a bag off of this dragon back and I'm like, oh, a little bit lighter. I could fly a little bit higher, you know? So there's just something about that gift, you know, can be hard, can be painful. It is, of course. But then after, it's like, it's so sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, I, I can see it, it resonate because I'm kind of going through the same thing also. It's like my mom had her, her awakening also. So now I am that person that holds space for her. And like, we really like have these discussions. She's probably not deep into like, what we know right now but it's like when she asks question or it's like she's she won't understand why she's feeling a certain way and now we speak and like it's very it's very it's crazy because it's it's healing because me and my mom our relationship we would always clash always 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 clash because i've been like this my whole life there's been people that have been telling me no this is not how it goes it's not how it goes so my mom, who's used to system, this and this. So we would clash all the time. But now that it's like she's turned a new leaf, our relationship is growing in a way that is like, wow. It's so, it's so healing for both of us. And I know in a way also that is going to heal my sister because my sister, I said, I said my sister, we haven't spoke for three years now because she is really like, I say lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, so uh, who knows? We haven't spoken in three years, so maybe she's like, now she's evolved. But yeah, and even with my family and just like, and I know that part of me surrendering and stepping even more into my power is to help them also. So yeah, so I totally resonate. It totally resonates with what you said. Mm-hmm. And I think with this theme of like the throat, the throat chakra, massive, massive healing in our parents is happening in the realms of truth, Mm. in the realms of them speaking their truth more, in the realms of them asking the questions that they've been dying to ask, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, even asking the questions of themselves, you know, like, and also asking us or asking people that know more or have experienced different things or have a different viewpoint. Like they're finally, my parents are finally at a place where they want to know certain things. I mean, still (laughs) not to any degree (laughs) that, you know, I could be open with you or other people close to me, but there is something happening. There is a resonance because, because truth is here. Like this planet is like, all right, we're doing this now, right? Like, oh yeah, we're doing it's getting faster and faster. 
it's getting faster and faster. There's no denying it. There's really no denying it at all. Where do you go from here? Any well, thoughts? for me, for me from here, I just keep growing. It's like, I, f I feel I'm on the right track. I just keep growing, keep doing the work. And it's like, the more, the, the more I do the work, the stuff that needs to come in, it just comes in. So like now it's like the rele re releasing the karmic imprints and with the karmic imprints, it's like, it's not even, it, it, it's not only stuff that you went through, but it's sometimes it's stuff that I went through in past lifetimes. So we said like, I'm sorry you got drowned and something came up. So I was like, wow, I doubt I died drowning in the past life. <laughs> so it's like wow yeah so just continuing to do the work and continuing to show up for other people not be afraid to just speak my truth it's like sometimes i feel that's probably me also it's like sometimes i not that i don't want to get into the conversation but it's just like i don't feel like speaking about that and just like going on a because I know if I start talking about that, it's going to be like a, a long, long discussion. So it's just like wanted to save my energy for myself. But at the same, at the same time, it's just finding the balance of, okay, when, when to speak to it, when to keep the energy for yourself. But then, yeah, so just keep, keep doing the work. That's my plan. Just keep growing. My brand is limitless. So it's like, what I want to do is, push the boundaries of what I, what, 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 what is me? Like, what is me? Like, I want to discover what, what is me? Like to the point where it's like, like, you know, in the past episode, I said, I watch a lot of anime. And one of the things that came up during this past year in Thailand, I met this, um, so one of my Kung Fu sisters, she was really into anime also. So being that she's into anime, we would, we would talk about stuff anime-like and for the first time because one of my biggest dreams was one day i'll be able to fly so able to fly like superman able to fly like goku and dragon ball and i never found someone i could told that like, like i could say that dream to someone so i told her that like that was the first person not only i told her that i said in five years it's going to happen so now it's four years and in that year i kid you not universe is putting clues here and there on how it's going to happen so at first at first it was um yeah at first i met i i, I was uh, doing shrooms while i was in thailand and i was in a hammock so the first first thing was i closed my eyes i was in the hammock i was like Imagine yourself in the air, like you're flying. And when that happened, I felt the, the fear of just being in the air and just like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I'm in the air right now. <laughs> so that happened and just the feeling of being in the air that, that it, it, something clicked inside my brain. So, you know, when you, I don't know if, if this happens for you, but like sometimes I'll crack myself. It feels like I need to like crack myself to make sure the energy will like move a certain way. It cracked right here in my eye. 
that was the first time that ever happened. Yeah. And the energy I got from that, it was insane. Like, insane. And so, so I feel the first step was like putting a time frame on it. I'm going to fly. And then imagining myself how to fly. And um, not too long ago, I was watching a documentary, a sound documentary on Gaia. And they said, they said the key to levitation might be sound. And me, I'm very good at putting stuff together. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense because it's like vibrations, frequencies. So it's like you, do, you would have to put yourself at a certain frequency with sound to be able to fly. So I was like, wow. <laughs> so it's like the universe keeps putting stuff. So I, it's crazy. So that's what that's that's what I'm about right now. It's just like whatever, whatever I can push myself to do, achieve, even like a th one thing that was very good for me. I'm a very visual person. So um the, there's a big trend with now with AIs and everything. And I met a guy and he he gave me this website uh on Discord and there was an AI on that and you can the prompt is called imagine so you can put imagine anything you want and the AI will imagine it. So I was like really so then what I started doing I was I was like because I tell I have a vision that I tell myself every day and my higher self he's a master martial artist uh sound alchemist he can go Super Saiyan, he can fly, he can turn Super Saiyan, he's a ninja and everything. So I was like, you know what? I said, imagine this person came out. Now, now I have a picture of my higher self on my Instagram that I look at every day and I know, haha, this is you. I'm reaching you. So this is so this is really like everything, everything that I imagine, every download now is like being a visual person. I put it in the AI, so now I see it. And I was like, okay, it's real. Like, go for it. So that's next for me is just push yourself to go be your limitless self, push the boundaries, like do 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 what your heart tells you to do. <laughs> you said some things that I'm gonna jump off of. I had a mushroom journey here a couple of days ago. And um I know who I am. Mm. I know who I am. I know my power. I fucking felt it in every cell of my body. Every single cell of my body remembered. And I must have looked and sounded like insane. And I <laughs> love it. I love it because I recorded a couple, just a couple pieces here and there, just of my voice. Um, and actually, you know, I don't share all the time about my journey with mushrooms because it's very personal. I've been wanting to record an episode about mushrooms, sacred mushrooms, and the impact they've had on me. The fact that they were actually the first plant medicine that I ever came across. And um, there's something, there's something really, really big happening with the collective remembering and those of us that 
are still planting seeds for future people to wake up or future people to step into their power, speak their truth, live their truth. We are getting the downloads and the remembrance in ourselves that we fly, that we were here when Earth was born, when this planet was forming, that we were here, that the dragons were here when the Earth was forming. And there's there's so many other threads I could go off of. It's a longer conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we're remembering that we're powerful, like so powerful that it's like you can't even like for you, you said you felt it. But I feel, for me, it's like I feel so powerful to the point I can't comprehend it right now. And it's like that's what's so great yeah. about mushrooms. You can yeah. it. You look insane and it doesn't matter. <laughs> like um like the, the karmic imprint session I was talking about, there was a lady, she couldn't ac access her gifts because um the teacher he said probably in a past lifetime she abused her, her power. So when he when he said that. I was like, wow. So we're that powerful to the point, to the point in the past lifetime, someone could have abused their powers. So they told themselves that in the next lifetimes, I'm gonna put a block on myself so I don't so I don't reach those full powers. I was like, wow, we are that powerful. That's crazy. <laughs> And it goes on and on and on and yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. There is a part of me that like knows you very, very deeply. And even us recording this podcast today, like it actually, it means a lot to me. Um, there aren't that many people I, ca I can truly say, like, I know, I, I feel like I know your soul mm. and we have so many parallels <laughs> from other sides of the world. Like the last time we were recording, I was in England, you were in the US in, in Mount Shasta. Like now you're in Thailand, I'm in Ireland, like crossing time, space, dimensions, you know, we just Weaving. show up and, <laughs> you know, we create a space to be ourselves and give a lot of permission to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I've no, I've noticed that you, it's the word permission. Like I, I, I saw it at the Kung Fu retreat. Like the, the girl, the girl I was telling you that she watches anime. She went from this shy girl to blossoming into this badass Kung Fu girl. Like she had long, she was from India. She had long hair. She cut her hair. She had like. Uh, few tattoos now she put tattoos everywhere i was like i was like you're very different from the girl i just i met like a few months ago <laughs> so i saw it like me just being me how it influenced other people is is so fun to see like and it just makes me want to step even more in my power yeah because then it, it gets a lot more fun when there's also oh, yeah. more people living from that place like living mm -hmm. from that 
what I call the dragon heart. Like mm-hmm. the dragon heart is the key that's changed my life. Changed I agree. Existence here in this realm. And at the same time in all of the other realms. You using the AI, I was even able to put my dragon, my inner dragon on the <laughs> on a visual. So now it's like I see him like and it's like I last episode I was telling I was telling you how I was gonna get tattooed on my arm. And now I see him, I'm like, wow, that's him. <laughs> that's him. He's gonna be on my arm. And it's so cool. It's, he, I call him the, my dragon. So his name is Cool. Cool the Raging Dragon. It's an oxymoron because I'm a chill person. But then the when when the fire comes out, it comes out. <laughs> cool the Raging Dragon. Cool the Raging Dragon. Oh, not only that. Not only that. Since I'm a big anime fan. So, and I want to learn swordplay of being a samurai there's an anime called bleach and bleach they have they have like uh katanas like samurai swords and their swords have spirits and so how to how to put the spirit into the sword they, they call it shikai so it has two steps so you would have to invoke your spirit so cool the raging dragon and I was at, what I did is also put cool the raging dragon. I did a test to know what what my Zanpakuto would be. It be it, it is a dragon. No no. Um, how can I say? It? It, it is a dragon, but yeah. And then what happened from that? I was able with the AI to just do the same thing. Invoke cool the raging dragon in the form of bleach so it's just like everything is all coming together and it's it's weird cool at the same time and it's like wow it's like, i just want to get get to that but also stay in the moment and just enjoy the journey yeah absolutely yeah enjoy the now enjoy the now yeah <laughs> we'll never be here again until until we're sure. in a future lifetime re reevaluating this if this left any imprints on us <laughs> right <laughs> right but hopefully or it'll alternate be, it'll be alternate stuff. yeah alternate timeline it's crazy even it's like i feel myself being so powerful to the point that it's like i notice my patterns and i can tell i can tell where even though I had to go through it to uh, to like really learn and like get out of it, it's like now I can look back and be like, wow, okay. So that's why, that's why this happened. And I fell to that pattern again, but now that I know it's like, huh, in that other timeline, I knew, but in this timeline, I don't know. But next time this happens again, I will know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have, have a feeling that in whatever form I take in the next life, it won't necessarily be human. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
hundred percent, but I told myself I wouldn't forget that I'm a dragon in any other incarnation, never again. That happened in the mushroom journey. It was like, you will remember. Like, it's so important <laughs> to me. I say that word all the time, remember. And um, like, yeah, I know I imprinted that into my DNA, into my cellular, like, you know, my whatever strand DNA, 144 strand DNA, not not the not just the human one. Like yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> next life, next incarnation, whatever happens next, that piece goes with you awake. Mm. So even that is really empowering. And for all the things that in this life I've had to crawl and like dig out and like piece together, you know, from not knowing and not remembering so much of myself. It's been a, it's been like Indiana Jones adventuring <laughs> and fucking digging up the like Jurassic Park's another one of my favorite movies, like digging up the bones, like, is this relevant? Like, what is this a T-Rex? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, just, it's been so much and it's still unfolding yeah but i feel we're at the doorstep of like a lot of things starting to come together it's like not, and it, I, I don't even say that just for me it's just like everyone who's been doing the work who i speak to they feel it like that we're at the doorstep of like abundance we're like unlimited abundance like we're at the doorstep of everything that we have every like we've worked for and like that we wanted for us to like really get in, in our power and like go the go to the next step so that people see us like really embodying this highest version of us and it's really gonna like inspire people to really like okay i want to do this also man <laughs> yes we're gonna rock we're gonna rock their world oh yeah being in our happiest most aligned most powerful remembered frequency oh yeah and i'm saying this now because i need to be witnessed queen prophecies is going to egypt and oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna channel some epic throat chakra activation episodes in the lands of the throat chakra <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm already calling in, you know, the, the right people, but I have a feeling that I'm going to get an Egyptologist, a spiritual Egyptologist to give us like some really, really juicy stories about what they've seen in the temples and the, mm. like the stuff basically of like your mushroom journeys and my mushroom journeys like levitation and things mm. and light forms and spaceships and like all the things you know all the things that again at least for me it's important that we yeah. get to a place where we feel okay remembering those parts of mm. earth those parts of this planet's history and also the future that's still coming that's like yeah. good 
good stuff is coming and we are expanding and there like there's just no end just like you said limitless like there yeah. is no end to the truth that will reverberate on this planet mm -hmm. and i feel for me on a personal level it has everything to do with egypt for some reason <laughs> have you been have you been to egypt before or i have yeah okay in um the end of 2020 sorry okay. 2018. 2018 2018 okay weird that i said 2020 20 <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I, it resonates with me to go to egypt also especially with the throat uh because i know i have a lot of block blockages in the throat um it's funny when i was in uh in pi one day uh, we went to do mushrooms with me me this girl and this other guy and this guy told me um you look like you have a singing voice and then i was like well i always wanted to sing but my mom told me i didn't have a singing voice so i was like huh <laughs> and i know egypt has to do with throat and my friend that i told you about my brother isaac he's planning to go to egypt i think august this year and he asked me if we're going would you want to come i was like yeah so yeah i think i think that's in the cards also for me to go to egypt and especially um i met a guy in sedona who's like he films a lot of his travels and he showed me like the inside of pyramids when he was uh, there and just like it's like seeing the video and being there is not the same thing but just from the video and like the pictures he saw i was like can you imagine the downloads you're getting from this just watching this <laughs> i was like wow like wow <laughs> so, so yeah so i think it's in the cards for me also so you saying like the getting the downloads just from watching the video or, or the picture or something like that the frequency of egypt in 2018 is not the frequency of egypt in 2023 so remember everything that happened in 2020 what happened to the world yeah. remember what happened 2021 yeah this is fucking next level you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. Me going back different the world being different egypt being different that's Ooh. why i return <laughs> to places because i just intuitively i'm like okay what was started, what was seeded when I was there the first time in this life, so 20, 2018, gets to then, you know, graduate, gets to then get even bigger, like a fucking dragon. Mm. I was yeah. not a dragon. Yep. Remembering that I was a dragon the last time I was there. So even that alone is like, oh, the dragon's going to Egypt, not mm -hmm. Ariana, like the dragon of Ariana oh, is yeah. going to Egypt. And yep. And same for you, you know, where you are now, everything that you've done, everything that you've integrated, healed, how you've expanded the whole journey with the energy work that you've done in some pretty epic places, Shasta, mm. Sedona, the cities, the islands, you know, the Kung Fu Center, which you also, um, yeah, grew out of. <laughs> 
we can speak about it. We can speak about it. <laughs> it is what it is. It's like, uh, yeah, I did some work. I did some work there because I know my presence triggers people. So in a way, I did some work there. My time, I grew out of it. Um, I grew out of it because it's like people weren't ready to for the for what I was bringing I feel so it was it it was a lot part of me being in Thailand was to heal my inner child so doing the kung fu and everything and I went through a lot of the stuff that I that I that I went through when I was young um like I'm a very likable person like wherever I go normally like people gravitate towards me but this place was the first time in a long time where it's like people were like skeptical about me or just like like wary about me and it was like weird mm -hmm. so when that happened when that happened to me it's like I'm not going to force myself to be liked by someone and so when that happened it created friction in a way and like from that I just like went my my separate way of course there's other things that happen but this we can go on another time or just like personal stuff but yeah but it, it is what it is in a way and in in a way also although like I learned from 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 that place it's like I still in a way don't feel the story is over because I did speak with my 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 kung fu master recently And I told him, I, I told him how, so one of the reasons I'm not there anymore is I got kicked out. I got kicked out of the dojo because <clears throat> I was going through money issues, going through fear of like safety, security and everything. So for me to be able to just make, uh, get out of that, I was taking courses on digital marketing. And when that happened, um, When, when I was almost finished with the course, um, I asked my Kung Fu master if I could skip training to finish the course. And he, 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 he didn't want to. Mind you, I, I skipped training before. He, did, he didn't want to, but we just had a meeting like the day prior how he was going to be more, more severe. So when I told him that, he was like, no, you're not skipping training. And he, was, he told me, you're not, uh, you're not giving me orders also. So how we project on each other. So yeah, so when he said that, I was like, I wasn't giving you an order. Like I was just like, because he, he had told us, if you're going to skip training, just let me know. So I was just letting you know. And then he was like, no. And then... After that, I told him, like, well, Master Ian, that's his name. You, you understand my situation better than anyone because we speak. And he's like, you know that I need to finish this. And then when he, when he saw that I was adamant about me finishing my course, he told me to leave the, leave the retreat. He gave me a choice, stay at training or leave the retreat. And then I decided to leave the retreat because... I was at, at a, I was at a point in my journey where I was not letting anyone dictate what I want to do in my life anymore. Because when I was younger, all the time, from my parents, my grandmother, my mom, my my aunt, literally everyone in my family, if I wanted to do something, it was all like, no, 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 no. So I was like, no, I'm not going through this again. So <laughs> I decided, you know what? I'll just leave the retreat. So 
now we've kind of spoke together, me again, uh, Master Ian and me. And I can tell, I can tell that the story is not over. It's like, it's, we're probably not going, we're probably not going to see each other for a while, but I can tell the story is not over because we, we put it out, we let, we let everything out on the table. And he said, whenever you're back in like in pie, like, let me know, we'll grab, we'll grab a drink together. So in a sense, I know that story is not over yet, but I have to live my life <laughs> while this happens on that side, because most, most of the people there also, they're not, they're not at the level that we are also. So if I going there and me saying a lot of stuff for them is really foreign to the point where, to the point, not that it's scary, but for them it's, it's, it's not information that they wanna hear. So it's not, it's not my place to be there and start talking about stuff that they're not ready for it. I feel that's the place of Master Ian to take care of that. And eventually we'll see where it goes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really, it's just beautiful on, on many levels. Like I feel like that thread of, first of all, sticking with your truth which was nobody dictates to me how i live mm -hmm. because you were breaking that pattern or like that was mm -hmm. it feels like that was the intention like i'm breaking that pattern yeah from my childhood from my life from probably many lives mm -hmm. and if i don't stand up for myself now it will play in another way in another time yeah. the next thing with the next thing you know so it was like really important and really brave to do that. But then it's also so beautiful that you're like, there's still a window to go back and likely be different. They'll be different, we'll be in a different time. The earth's still changing, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's possible. And it was uh standing up to standing up to Master Ian was uh <laughs> It was probably one of the hardest thing I had to do because if you you'll see it whenever you get into his presence, <laughs> it's like when you you like when you feel kung fu master, it's like you feel it, <laughs> you feel it. So so yeah, so just being like like he could you know, kick your ass, <laughs> <laughs> not 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 that he can kick my ass, but it's just like so how that's how I describe him everything is slow for him so it's like people are so used to going fast people are so used to going fast but everything for him is slow and you're not speeding him up you're not you're not making him go at another pace he stays at his own pace and you have to adjust so it's like having so when so when i have when we had that confrontation and i was like uh-uh forget it i'm leaving that was like a huge step for me because yeah you'll if ever if anyone goes to, goes to namyang kung fu that's the dojo where i trained you 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 know if you've been and if you go you'll notice his energy is really is kung fu master like <laughs> mm. yeah ah <sighs> we're all masters in our own way oh yeah oh yeah we are 
we are but we also we also have to give credit to those who've who've paved the way in some oh, way yeah. you know and i'm just really grateful for our flow for what Likewise. we've shared exchange mm -hmm. the seeds that we're planting for our personal journeys and mm -hmm. the seeds that we're planting for whoever's tuning into this whoever made it this far i just from the bottom of my heart i feel i feel how big we are and oh yeah i feel how much earth loves us and holds us accountable more than ever for our mission and for what we actually came here to do yeah um, even the planet herself like the dragon of earth i call her gaia pachamama like she's here she's witnessing she's gonna hold us to all of our dreams mm -hmm. and all of our seeds because that's also her job it's also her blessing to us so that we never fall back so that we never like regress ever again and that's yeah. powerful yeah totally agree totally agree and uh thank you thank you thank you for having me on honestly it's always a pleasure speaking with you it's like i mean we're all one we're all ones but i know it's like we have a special connection it's like anytime you have an oracle reading or every it's like we're on the same wavelength to the point where it's like i feel we're communicating subconsciously at times and it's crazy <laughs> the dragon the kin so, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah love you very much sister <laughs> love you too thank you bangkok for letting us share this time and space and thank you irelantis what i'm calling yeah. ireland these days irelantis yeah. and um where can everybody find you i mean i'll put links and stuff but um so i mean i think i think the best now because since i'm really wanted to step into my power because my my instagram would be the best so limitless point at limitless.wwh this is where you can find all my stuff on spiritual healing life coaching and uh yeah so that would be the best way to reach out to me yeah perfect i'll link that for everybody and yeah we'll just close with a really just juicy like dragon's breath if you feel up for it oh yeah oh yeah you bring the you can bring your dragon's breath and i'll bring my dragon's breath and we'll just fade it out <laughs> so what do we scream or <laughs> whatever your dragon's breath sounds like <laughs> all right cool like breathing in and then we'll do we'll do the out okay okay, okay. <laughs> all right all right, so everybody who also feels their dragon, you can breathe in with us and do yours as well at home. So breathe in.
<laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Sending you. love. <laughs> Sending love. Oh, hey.